Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan here on this Total Request Thursday. Get your votes in Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up here in about an hour, 45 minutes or so. Bob Haney, Vinny Serato. Ravens back at practice today, getting ready for the Browns. Ravens six-point favorites in this matchup. A lot of people got the Ravens number one in their power rankings. Vinny has them number two, by the way, behind Philadelphia, and I think the Eagles deserve that level of respect. But Ravens do have some issues, and one of those problems offensively has been Fumble Ruski. And there's John Harbaugh talking about the mesh point stuff between Lamar and Justice Hill in particular? Well, you fix it by just uh, consistency in terms of, of, of the angles and the mesh you know, fit. So uh, something came up in that last game that, that uh, kind of altered the, the, the spacing between the quarterback and the running back there. Uh, that you know, just kind of happened, and uh, you got to keep working through it. So we're not happy about that at all. I think that's probably the main thing you know, for us right now to, to make sure we clean up all those things and keep the ball off the ground. You know what the problem is about that is, Bob, is, is you know, you say you work on it, but Harb said, like he said, you know, something came up during the play about the spacing. All right, you can't replicate that in practice. You know, some things come up in practice that are not normal or not that you practice. You know, so how do you guys adapt to that? Like on the one the last time when they played Cleveland, Bob, Lamar was, you know, the spacing, was, he just tossed it to him, you know, right. on a handoff. You know, so, and it's just those two. They're the ones that have the issue. You know, so I I don't, I, to me, it's not going to get totally fixed until it's fixed in a game. If it continues, and what's that, Nolan, four fumbles between those two? At least, yeah. If it continues, now Benjamin Lamar. No, what you got to do is is you just can't call that play for it. You, you call it to Keaton Mitchell or somebody exactly. else. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, Justice Hill's the one that's going to get penalized. Yes. Well, it. yeah, Lamar touches the ball every time. <laughs> now, here's Lamar Jackson himself talking about those match point fumbles. We're trying to win. <laughs> um, just getting – we're we trying to be too – we're trying to move too fast. I believe on all the, all the fumble exchanges, it's been us just – being too fast, too, I don't know, too antsy. But, you know, I, I believe we're going to come down, come down with that. It, it won't be any more uh, fumbles, I don't believe. You know what a, a lot of it is? It's indecisiveness because 
Lamar's because it's up to Lamar. I mean, Lamar's reading the end. End man on the line of scrimmage. He's reading him. If the end comes, he key he pulls. If the end comes up the field to Lamar, he gives. And what he's doing is, you know, he's taking because what good ends do, Bob, is is they'll kind of slow play you, you know, and then or they'll they'll like give you a little fake and then do something else, and then you think it's a give, and then no, I got to pull, and then he's grabbing and you're pulling. And then, bam. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. News for the Nest. If you're looking to dress appropriately for the game on Sunday, and you know, as you heard from Damon Evans an hour and a half ago, he don't care about uniforms. He just wants wins. Yes. But for the Ravens, they're wearing their traditional home unis with the purple shirt and the white pants. So there you go. I like the old black one. They usually wear that at night, right? That's more of a prime time. I think they're doing that for Cincinnati next Thursday. Oh, night game. Prime time. Yep. Bengals coming to town. First things first is uh, Cleveland, by the way. Uh, speaking of Cleveland, their defense ranked very high. Talk about that when we get to the film study about their D around 1245 or so. But Lamar, what stands out about that defense? You've already seen him once. Number one, Miles Garrett, um, the leader of that defense, I believe. Um, and those guys just fly around. You know, I believe those guys are headhunters. Um, secondary, linebackers, and like you said, defensive line, that's He's just flying around and trying to attack with aggression. Yeah, I, I think Garrett can fly. You know, I mean, no, and Jock, you know, the, the Notre Dame kid Jeremiah number six. Yeah. He can run. They're smaller, but they can run. Garrett's not a small guy. And um, the corners, they yeah, they've got speed. They're just not as big. Like, the linebackers are not as big. The kid who's playing good for them is Jordan Elliott, defensive tackle, 96. You know, he's getting in the backfield a lot right now. But you know what happened, Bob? Even like last game, they come up the field, those defensive linemen, and the Ravens trap them, just kick them out, and then they're turning back up the field. So there's good and there's bad. Lamar Jackson, going to see that. Remember, first game, Lamar had two touchdown passes and ran for two. So he had himself quite the day in Cleveland. But now the Browns come in for the rematch, and I'm guessing, Lamar, you expect a better version of this team? I can't call it. You know, I'm just going to – we just going in there and just trying to focus on getting a dub. I don't know how they're going to come out and play us, you know, but I believe every team's going to try their best to beat you. Um, that, that's part of our job. That's part of the game. I think with, you know, the way the Browns do things defensively, you know, I just think that their feeling is – um, and I, I think that Schwartzy, I think Schwartzy's like, we ain't changing the crap. They got to change to us. We're we're number one defense. You know, we're doing what we do. You do what you do because if we do what we do, we're better than what you do. Now, Lamar, when you face a team for the second time, how do you change your prep if you change it at all? Just go back and watch the things that they did well against us. You know, when they stopped us. Um, from completing drives um, because they might try to piggyback off that and try to watch ourselves against other teams. They might try to do things that they did to stop us, certain things, but that's it. But to me, the biggest things, you know, that stop the Ravens, fumbles, you know, uh, drop passes. Because kind of, Lamar didn't have many incompletions. Um, and I guess forcing him to run, but a lot of times, I mean, Bob, when you force him out of the pocket, I mean – He's creative because when 
probably, what, since Detroit, Bob? I want to say since Detroit, that's when everybody's been healthy, all the receivers? I want to say yes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bateman's played his best games and Beckham's played. So this is, Cleveland hadn't seen the best of the Ravens offensively. They and, saw a lot of backups. And as a caller pointed out earlier, Ravens penalty-wise, they've kind of tightened up in that area here the last few weeks as well. For the most, I mean, they had the pass interference and illegal contact against Arizona. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, nothing egregious that comes to mind yeah. during this four-game winning streak. No, I think they've done a pretty good job that way. And, Bob, I, I expect them, they win the toss to defer. That I expect that in this one. Now, the thing that changed the game the last time they played the Browns, Bob, was uh, Stevens' interceptions, what got them down the field and then got Lamar's touchdown. That's what – and then once they got rolling, then it was – it's like once they get one, then it's on. Then they start, like, road grading. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Last thing for you, news from the Nash, Tyler Linderbaum, who's on his way to the Pro Bowl, it seems, in his second year in the league. How much room does the offense have to grow? Get better. You know, there's still a lot of things each and every game on tape that you know we can improve on, you know, and certainly just being at almost to the halfway point. You know, we're doing a lot of good things, but also things that we need to get better at. And you know, I think we got a good group of guys that know that um, and want to improve. You know, aren't aren't content with what what where we're at right now. So um, it's always good when you have a good group of guys like that. I would say with O line, it's like okay, my head should have been on the outside. Um, uh, I should have kicked him out or, you know, those little things or in pass protection, I didn't help or, you know, I should have punched with my left arm. I snapped the ball too late, something like that. You know, they're working on, you know, being perfect right now. I mean, when you rush for 300 yards, you know, and, and get over 500 yards, you're not doing a lot of things against a good football team. You're not doing a lot of things wrong. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. We got Buy or Sell coming up next. You want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Are you worried about this matchup with the Browns? You should be worried about every game. But is it a puppy pants hammer time matchup? Does Cleveland get revenge? It's a short week, too, with Cincinnati coming up a week from tonight down at M&T Bank Stadium. Terps are at Nebraska football, trying to break a four-game losing streak. Damon Evans isn't happy. I'm not happy. Mike Loxley's not happy. The guy walking his dog across. Across the street, he's not happy. Nobody's happy. Maryland men basketball. They're down in Asheville for a tournament. Starts tomorrow against Davidson and the Maryland ladies taking on South Carolina national TV Sunday. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney. Sponsored by Window Nation. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90NATION or online at windownation.com. 1057 the Fed here on this Total Request Thursday. Melissa Kim going to be joining us in a few minutes. Preview the Ravens and Browns, which happens Sunday at 1 o'clock. But right now, let's count that late week cash. I'm a little biased. Um, Bob, it says stock traders on hold as Wall Street awaits Powell. You know, whether they're going to raise the rates or not. I mean, that's why the Dow's down 17. The S&P's up a point two. The NASDAQ is up five. DraftKings down 88 cents. Under Armour's down three cents. But whenever they hear, you know, from the Fed or whatever, things are going to pop one way or the other. Let's start here in the NFL. Chase Young had a lot of great things to say about his new team after he was traded from the Commanders to the 49ers last week. Five sacks through seven games. That's the kind of production a lot of people expected when he was drafted. And it's coming in a contract year. It's coming at a great time for him. Now he joins a team where he's not even the most feared pass rusher for opposing offenses. So Vinny by sell playing with San Francisco will only end up earning him more money this offseason. I'm going to buy it because I think uh, I think he's going to do to them what McCaffrey did for him last year. And the other thing is, you see what, what they're doing with Wilkes now, Bob? The uh, coordinator moving down to the field. Yeah, him and uh, what's his name? Canada. Remember, Canada Matt came Canada. down on the field. I think it, it's so it's so he can Canada. talk to the players and communicate with the players more. That was the problem. It was communication. Is that what it was? Nothing yeah. else. Well, and, and they said that Sala and D'Amico Ryan's were both on the field. Now, huh? real quick with Chase Young, for him personally, he's from the DMV. Went to Dematha. Got to be somewhat of a bittersweet parting of the ways. You're drafted by your hometown team. And then to have it kind of, the injury changed everything for him, I'm guessing, when he blew out his knee a couple years ago. I think he did, yeah, because he did more than blow it out. You know, I mean, he tore it up pretty good. Yeah, it's got, because, Bob, I mean, you got it, mate. Your hometown, well, there's more pressure on you because you're home. But if you succeed, if you're a star at home, 
the opportunities that you have are greater because you know any any ad anything he wants was pimping Lido Pizza strong, and he had I think a a car deal and all, he had a lot of stuff going on. Well, MLB award season it continues, and tonight the Silver Sluggers will be announced. Three Orioles are finalists: Adley at catcher, Santander in the outfield, and Gunner. Uh, in that group of misfits, if you will, utility designation for him. Uh, their three gold glove finalists came home empty-handed, but they got a good shot for some more hardware tonight. Buy or sell, Bob. The O's will have more than one silver slugger winner in the same season for the first time since 2013. All right, I'm going to plead ignorance here. Is Jonah Heim one of the finalists? Silver Slugger. I don't the, believe so. I was surprised by that. Yeah, because then I was going to, oh, he's, he's hosed because Jonah Hines has been beating him for everything this year. Right. Gunner's got to get the utility award, I would think. Uh, more than one, I'm going to sell it. Because, you know, they're out to get us here in Baltimore. Everybody That's right. Hate, everybody hates us. So little trivia on the you. side. Can you name those three players from 2013 who won Silver Sluggers? Uh, the last time the Orioles oh, had well, Chris multiple. Davis. There you go. Uh, I'm going to go a little Manny Machado. Surprisingly, no. Oh. Uh, Hardy? J.J. Hardy and one other. Uh, I know Jonesy was in there. How about a little Matt Weeders action? It was Adam Jones. Oh. There you go. Jonesy. Jonesy. We'll go back to the NFL here. We hit the midway point of the season this week. Awards races. We've been talking about MVP. Uh, Lamar in that race. Offensive Rookie of the Year seems like a lock for C.J. Stroud, but... How about Coach of the Year, Cody Benjamin with CBS Sports? He's got Kevin O'Connell as his favorite to win Coach of the Year if it was voted on right now. Might be a surprising pick, but his justification here says, look, if you can navigate injuries to Kirk Cousin, Justin Jefferson been out for a while now, that's no easy task. They've won four straight after a slow start to the season. And with how top-heavy the NFC appears to be, they could be in the playoff mix despite a slow start. Vinny, are you buying or selling that O'Connell should be getting more credit than he is right now? I'll sell it. They were thir- they won 13 last year. You know, um, yeah, I was, I, has he done a good job? You know, sure. But the real Joshua Dobbs is going to come out here pretty soon, you know, and then he won't even be in the conversation by the time it's all said and done. We talked about Bill Barnwell picking Lamar for his MVP. You know who he has for his coach of the year? Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Same justification, I'm assuming. <laughs> I, Doing more with less? I, I guess. I don't know. He could have fired Matt Canada. <laughs> Who knows where they'd be if he did that? It's communication problem. Right. You know what the funny thing is? is Grow bigger I hands. Mean, Can he pick it? Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh's offense was like a negative 14 you know, against Pittsburgh. And then if the Ravens catch the ball, all of a sudden Pittsburgh's 3-5, and five, not 5-3. and three. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's how close it is for them. Go back to baseball here. The Brewers. Uh, apparently not handling the departure of Craig Council very well. Uh, fans vandalized a sign at a local park that had his name on it with a word that's not really... well. Begin with an F? Uh, no, no. We say it sometimes here, but in certain terminology. Uh, and their team owner, Mark Adanasio, took shots at him in a press conference mm-hmm. earlier this week, said, quote, Craig was definitely a key part of our success but if I wanted to list all the reasons we're successful, we'd be here for a while. Craig has lost us, and he's lost our community also. Uh, Bob, buy or sell. Adonacio has no one to blame for Council's departure but himself. 
I, I don't know the inner workings of their relationship and what the negotiations were. He did flirt with the uh, Mets job because of the connection with the GM who left. I'll salt by it, I guess. It's what I love about sports fans. They're very rational. They don't take things personally to the point of vandalizing and burning down cities. Gotta love them. Gotta love sports fans. We'll close with this here. The Patriots. News of a potential Bill Belichick departure. It's been gaining traction pretty much all season. But what does life after Bill Belichick look like for the Patriots? Some rumors have Mike Vrabel tabbed as their preferred replacement at head coach and also Nick Casario as the preferred GM replacement. He's been doing some good stuff with the Texans. Uh, Both have been described as, quote, home run hires, according to sources within the organization. Vinny, are you buying or selling that Robert Kraft has the kind of pull to steal a coach like Vrabel, a GM like Casario, away from their current situations? Uh, Draft picks talk. You know, draft picks talk. I, I, uh, Tennessee's in a rebuild. I mean, if they, what, what, Gruden went for what? Two ones and something? I mean, they don't have enough probably to. Sean Payton went for a one and and then some. All right. Well, say Vrabel goes for a one and something and Casario goes for a two and something. If I'm Houston, sure. No problem. Now, Tennessee, I kind of like Vrabel. But if I could get a one and something and I'm in a rebuild and if I have somebody, if, it all depends if I have somebody in my mind that I really like. If not, if it's like, oh, I got to go on a search, that one doesn't do me any good. Vrabel does me better. And what if Levis turns out to be the real deal? Yeah. Why would he want to bail Mike Vrabel? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I have the Patriots connection. Money. Yeah, but. That I, makes I more sense that. than Casario to me. Vrabel. But wouldn't Vrabel maybe want to make his own name, becoming kind of the Belichick of the Titans? I mean, because you're going to have. Whoever replaces Belichick's going to have, even though they've sucked since Brady left for the most part, they're big shoes to fill, nonetheless. That is the toughest job in the world. The the job you want is after the guy that replaces Belichick, as soon as he gets fired, then you want that job. And you'll come uh, swooping in, doing some good things. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come in. Melissa Kim will be joining us. Preview that matchup with the Cleveland Browns, which is Sunday. Ravens six-point favorites over their division foes, who they handled easily a little more than a month ago, but it was with a rookie quarterback. Now Deshaun Watson and his $200 bazillion. He's coming to town. If you want to join us, you can at 410-583-1057. Nolan's there waiting for your song request as well on this Total Request Thursday. You get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. We'll break down the Browns' defense. The right number one. Vinny looked at him on film. Is that a real or a fantasy? Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else? So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your sports information station, 1057 The Fan. Good evening, 105.7 The Fan. Here on this Total Request Thursday. Pick the songs, we'll play them. Send a request, plus for text line, 410-583-1057. Get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up in a little more than an hour. Got NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. At 1.30, Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, but joining us now, talking about the Ravens and Browns. It's a division tussle to rematch from the first game, won handily by the Ravens. Ravens six-point favorites, our colleague here on 105.7 The Fan. She's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome in, as we do every Thursday, Melissa Kim. Melissa, how are you this afternoon? I'm great. Also, I always get really excited when I like recognize the intro song coming into me. So yay, I did today. Yay, Tom Petty. So I'm taking that as a win for me today. That's because you will not okay. back down, Melissa Kim. That's what they say exactly. about you. But this division, <laughs> division game coming up, Ravens are, you know, hefty favorites, I guess. Six points. Cleveland, they won three of four. The Ravens spanked them the first time they played back in early October. But Deshaun Watson is coming in here, so we're assuming they're going to want some level of redemption. But the Ravens have won four in a row. What has been the most impressive part about this winning streak to you? I think it's just how the team chemistries and how much they are together, right? I mean, I've talked to a couple of the guys about that, and you can tell in the locker room. I mean, the vibes are loose. They genuinely here's what I've been pointing to. I've been saying this pretty much since Sunday is if you want to see what the, if you want a visual, I guess, explanation for how this team is playing right now and how well they are together. I point to the OBJ touchdown and the Keaton Mill, Keaton Mitchell touchdown um, against the Seahawks, because you look at how excited that sideline was. You get how excited Lamar Jackson was, you know, just a genuine joy. I think, for each other and if you haven't checked out the Ravens Wired episode this week I mean when Gino um, got another interception against the Seahawks I mean I just point to all those instances where there's obviously you know like teammates are going to celebrate for each other but you just see the genuine joy and I asked I can't remember who I asked about that 
um, that question to. And they just said, like, we know how hard we've worked with, like, you know, for each other and with each other. We see the effort day in and day out at practice every day. And to see results come out on the field like that for guys who are genuinely good human beings and have put their heads down and worked hard, like Keaton Mitchell, you can't help but be happy for them. Morgan Moses told me that actually last week, that's, or a couple weeks ago. That's who told me Morgan Moses did. But, yeah, I mean, you see guys who are leaders on that team celebrating other guys who are coming up. You know, I think that's really lovely to see. So, Melissa, who were the guests that you had this week? <laughs> Um, I've been making John Simpson a pretty regular guy on Wednesdays. So John and I always catch up on the week on Wednesdays. Um, we talked a little bit, uh, if you guys, it's, there's been a clip floating around the internet where he got really excited after that Keaton Mitchell touchdown. And he used some colorful language, if you will, in terms of his celebration and how excited he was. And he told me that he's been getting made fun of from the other guys because he's just so enthusiastic. And he said, look, on every touchdown we score, he's like, I don't know if you see it on the broadcast or not. And he's like, I get pretty lit because I treat it as if a defensive lineman was getting a sack. He's like, for the O-line, you know, getting it like, you know, uh, having a running back or anybody score a touchdown. He's like, that's our version of getting a sack. He's like, I really like to celebrate it to the fullest. But one thing with John is that, you know, he's the newest member of this offensive line, and the other guys have had at least a season with each other. So I asked Coach Harbaugh on Monday, what is it about John? Because for an offensive lineman, if you don't hear a lot about them, hear about their names being, or their names being mentioned, you know, on the broadcast or anything, that's a good sign. You know, that means they've seamlessly transitioned. And I think John has done such a good job of that. Um, in a big role that he was supposed to fill. He won the job at left guard. And Coach Harbaugh said, you know, he mentioned stuff about his technique, that he really just came in and worked really hard. But when I was talking to John about it, he pointed to Joe DeLisandris, the offensive line coach, and he said that he's one of the best offensive line coaches I've had in my life. And Coach Jody is hard on me at the beginning. He's still hard on me. And he's like, you just – as an offensive lineman coming into this situation that he's in, he's like, you just want to make him so happy. He's like, you just want to make him proud. And so he's like, I just respect him so much so that if I do make a mistake, it was like, damn, I got to do better so that I can make him and the rest of the guys on this offensive line feel like they can depend on me. So I think that's why he's been so successful um, in, in what he's been doing. And in terms of seeing the Browns again, he said that, you know, it's always hard to play the same opponent twice. He's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's about execution. And he's like, that's what we've been doing so pretty well. He wouldn't say so uh, pretty well lately, but um, he said that that's one of the big reasons why that they've been successful lately is because of the execution. And you hear Coach Harbaugh say that in day in and day out, you know, week in and week out, like when they're not playing well, he's, they all point to the execution. I'm sure Coach Munkin will say something similar to that extent today as well, too. Now, Melissa, did he say the, to me, the reason he was so excited on the Mitchell touchdown run, did you see his block? I showed it to Bob. Yeah, he I took did. that guy you back and he pancaked him. Yeah. yeah, no, you bet. He did, he did not mention that. He just said that he was excited for Keaton. And, you know, obviously with Keaton being a young guy and putting his head down. And I actually talked to Keaton one-on-one uh, -on -one the week that he came off of uh, IR. I think it was the week after the Steelers week. And at that point, he wasn't even thinking about being in the, run, being in the running back rotation. You know, he, at that point, he's like, my dad told me that you're, you will earn your keep. And obviously, of course, his dad's going to say this because of the plays that he made when he was a Raven. But he said that my dad told me that you will make your bread and butter. You will earn your keep on this team by being successful on special teams. So his dad basically told him, put your head down. Don't talk a lot. Do the work on special teams, and eventually your time will come. And we did. I don't know if anybody expected that to be a couple weeks later. But um, pretty, pretty cool stuff to hear um, from these guys in general. What do you think uh, Mitchell's role will be this week, Melissa? 
I mean, look, I mean, everybody knows who he is now, right? I think, look, I think the great thing about him is his burst of speed. You just see how fast he is, right? And we saw that a little bit in preseason and in training camp. But I do think that they they will use him. I mean, it worked once. Why not use him again? Although, you know, now people know who he is. But I think that I, I would expect to see a similar role from him um, that we did against the Seahawks. Yeah, you know what's interesting about this game too, Melissa, is you've got two outstanding kickers. You know, mm-hmm. because Hopkins is seven for seven over fifty, and then you got two outstanding punters. Their punters averaging over fifty. Yeah, special teams is going to be huge in this one, and you know Jordan Stout has been quite good. I mean, I don't think we have any complaints about Jordan Stout. It's so funny yesterday too, um, in terms of like kickers, because. I'm sure you guys know uh, Dario Gunbowale for the Houston Texans. He was like their emergency kicker and, you know, made a field goal. Kyle Hamilton yesterday before uh, warm-ups and before practice was starting, he was actually taking some field goal attempts from like the 20 and the 30. He did not make them. But uh, one of the coaches was kind of like giving him a little bit of, you know, making fun of him a little bit. Like, are you are, are you auditioning to be Dare right now? Um, no, but I think special teams is going to be huge. And when it comes down to it, there's no kicker that you want on your team other than Justin Tucker. I think that goes without saying. Everybody knows that. So in that battle, I would certainly uh, side with the Ravens. I think anybody would. Melissa, it's unbelievable. Like when I went back this morning, watched the film of the last game they played, and the guys that weren't, I mean, you know, Falele played three three uh, quarters at the right tackle. McCary was the left tackle. Uh, Melvin Gordon was the running back. Uh, Odell was out and Bateman were out. I mean, it was pretty crazy, all the guys that weren't there. Yeah, the snap count, I like, was looking at the snap count when it came out, too, because, like, you know, they're usually the the usual suspects, right, that are playing 100% of snaps. But there were definitely a different looks. And I think that that is something that's so cool that this team, I don't know if it's cool is the right word, but um, with both with Coach Munkin and Coach McDonald, is they keep people on their, t- like, you know, they keep the opposing coordinators on their toes because I feel like you get different looks every week, specifically, like, on defense, too. You know, like, I mean, Kyle has talked to me about, you know, Coach McDonald's always drawing up something new, coming up with something new, so that it's so difficult for opposing offensive coordinators to prepare for this team because you never know what you're going to get in terms of how many guys are going to be up front, you know, in terms of is it just going to be, you know, because they've really kind of, I don't want to say gone away from, but, you know, cover two is such a staple for this defense. And we've seen some of it, obviously, but, like, you know, they're, they've definitely – they definitely mixed it up a little bit. And so I think that that is what has really been working for this team. And you talk to the guys about it, even like, you know, Roquan and PQ, and they say, like, we credit everything, credit the coaches, credit the coaches for drawing up all these unique formations and coverages. Melissa Kim, Fiddy and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Melissa, last thing for you, when you get back in the locker room, talk to the fellas today, has it been mentioned that Miles Garrett said on the Up and Adams podcast that he'd take Joe Burrow over Lamar Jackson? That um look I start some trouble here today. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what the reaction is going to be like, but you know what these are gonna these guys are gonna say. They're gonna take Lamar Jackson today, tomorrow, three hundred and sixty five days a year, twenty four hours a day. Um but there I imagine that Roquan and those guys will say, We'll see you out on the field and see what see how it goes there. We'll see you Sunday. Melissa Kim, appreciate the time as always. We will talk to you Sunday, of course, during Baltimore Game Day Uncensored, the pregame show live from Brew Brothers. Since there's Maryland basketball tomorrow night, when are we going to get to the uh, game day flock down again? That will be next Friday. I'll be on next Friday, but I'll be doing postgame, and I'll talk to you pregame on Sunday. You got it, Melissa. Thank you very much. Have a great Thursday.
You too. There's Melissa Kim. Yeah, let's get a little controversy fired up in there. Yeah. And Melissa should go in there and stick the mic right in Lamar's face. Hey, did you hear that uh, Miles no, Garrett would take? I, I, she'd be better off doing it to Roquan because he'll he'll say something back. <laughs> it's video at 8105 the fan. How do the Browns look defensively? You're going to find out next film study. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Now, who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 The Fan. All right, Ravens taking on the Browns. Earlier in the program, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Total request Thursday. Pick a song. We'll play it. Get your votes in. Featured artist Friday. You know the drill. 410-583-1057. Vinny broke down Cleveland's offense on film. Now we look at the number one ranked defense in the National Football League. Statistically, of course, Vinny Serrato, film-wise, is that an appropriate rating for them at 5-3? and three? Yeah, defensively, it all revolves around Miles Garrett. And he moves everywhere, right side, left side, middle, you know. And he likes to go against the weaker guys, you know. So I'm, I'm sure he don't, he's not going to mind it going against Ron. He'll go to either side. I'm guessing, and he'll get he'll get chipped most times. He'll become good friends with Ricard, or probably the running back would be my guess. But he he is a phenomenal football player, both run and pass. You know, I mean, sometimes he's so quick, he's so explosive off the ball that if you don't if you don't get your that left foot back quickly, if you're the left tackle, he's gonna run around you in a heartbeat. Now, they have been, against Arizona, I thought the defensive front did a pretty nice job, especially 96, Jordan Elliott, their third-round pick in 20. Uh, I thought he made some nice he, – he's big and he's powerful and he get up the field pretty quickly. And um, uh, 94, Dav- Davlin Tomlinson, you know, he's got two sacks, so he's got a couple sacks. He gets up the field too. You know, so the guards just got to be – the, the guards and the linemen, they just got to be ready because they're going to be coming off the ball trying to get up the field quick. And since they played them before, you know, that helps. So they got a pretty good feel what's coming. Their inside linebackers are, to me, what kind of gets them. They get gashed because the inside backers, because they're not, they're little. They're runaround guys. They're fast. So if, our, if the linemen from the Ravens can combo up, then those linebackers get engulfed. That's a problem. And then last time against the Ravens, Delphit missed some tackles. They missed a couple tackles, you know, in the back end. But the secondary is good. You know, Emerson was better than I thought he was when they played the last time. And Denzel Ward's a good player. Delphit's a good player. Newsom, he's on the injured list. And like we heard, um, was Scott Petrick. Petrick that uh, Mike Ford, that would, that would be somebody that the Ravens would need to attack. You know, so whoever and Odell's been playing over the slot a lot, so maybe that gives Odell, you know, some some reps. But they're a fast, confident, arrogant, crap talking defense. That's what they are, and they're front runners. They are total front runners. If things are going great, you know, they're talking even more. You saw in the last game when they played Cleveland, like in a fourth quarter, shoulders dropped. They were they were beat. They were beat, and that's what they got to do this time. You know, they just got to wear them down. And they have the ability because they come up the field a lot. You know, the offensive line can get on them. Like I said, their defense has given up over 100 yards rushing for the last five games. So, you know, the Ravens had, what, 133 um, last time? So, I mean, if, if the Ravens are playing good, they, they may go for 200 yards. And, you know, just wear – because 
what ha- what happens is is they just wear people down just because they keep pounding and pounding and, and it's and you know like those big offensive linemen they just keep down, and they do such a good job pulling like Morgan Moses and um, Zeitler and Ricard they pull and, and come up through and the running backs have been you know breaking tackles so I mean Cleveland's defense has got to tackle extremely well. uh, Cleveland's defense got to play their best game of the season. And, you know, for them to win on Sunday, they got to, if they want to hold up that number one defensive ranking, they got to play their best game of the season. They they can't miss tackles and they got to get after Lamar. But the thing, when you get after Lamar, that puts him like almost kind of in a creative position that makes him even better. So kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't with Lamar. But it is a good defense because they're really fast. They chase the ball really hard. So you could see some, you know, um, reverses and types things to take advantage of their aggressiveness. Uh, now, how is Zadarius Smith fitting into this number one defense for the yeah. Ravens? Zadarius starts, you know, at left end. He's got 14 tackles and two sacks, but he's disruptive. You know, he gets around, but he just doesn't finish play. He doesn't get there in time, but he'll move inside also and try to take advantage of the guards because he, he can do that. I mean, he's still got good takeoff and things. He, he had some pressures last time they played. So he's a guy that you got to deal with. But um, Garrett, if you can control Garrett, then you can control the pass rush. And if you can control that, you know, then you're going to be able to throw, I think, really in the middle of the field. And as we talked about a few minutes ago with Melissa Kim, special teams-wise for the punters and the kickers, it's almost a push. Yeah, I mean, Hopkins, the two right now. Hopkins is 20-23 on field goals, Bob. 7 for 7, 50-plus. 7 for 7, 50-plus. 8 of 11, 40 to 49. And Corey uh, Bajorgis, the punter, he's got a 50.5 average, 43-6 net. So outstanding. And he's a lefty, left-footed punter. So Bajorquez. Okay. Thank Bajorquez. you, uh, pronunciation guide on the yeah. flip card. But, but they're, they have a good, uh, good special teams. So, yeah, it'll be – it's got a chance to be a really good game. But if the Raven, if 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 the Ravens get some turnovers, that's what happened last time. They got turnovers, short field, and they can they were four for four in the red zone last game. And it could be a touching reunion with uh, James Prochet as well on Sunday. He's a punt returner, right? Returning punts for well, I, I don't think they'll be scared. They know he's going to catch the football, and we'll see. You know, if he gets in the game, you know he's got he's got short area quickness. He's not doesn't have deep speed, so we'll see if he can get a chance to get in there. Stats aside. Who has the better D based on what you've seen on film? And we see the Ravens more, of course. Yeah. But who has the better D, Baltimore or Cleveland? I would say the the Ravens do right today. If it was, you know, if I'm from what I've seen most recently, I would say the Ravens just because they they're timing things up so well, and the the back end is playing extremely well. They're covering well, and the timing of their blitzes is phenomenal. So I would say right now the Ravens because they're coming in, they're home. And they're playing good. I mean, Bob, the last two games at home, they give up six points. Yeah, against two first-place teams, by the way. It's video at Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back, feed you some more football, a little NFL lunch. If you'd like to get in, you have a prediction for Sunday's game. Going on in here and now make it. Ravens are six-point favorites. You feeling good? Feeling confident about this one? Explain why. If you're worried, we want to hear that reasoning as well. 410-583-1057 is the number. We'll get to the picks, which start tonight as we have an epic game. I mean, I don't want to oversell this game. 
Carolina Panthers. Whoo, man, a panther could be a very dangerous animal against the Chicago Bears, and the Bears can eat families. That's how badass the Bears are. What's so that, how Michael's going to sound like? Uh, like you could probably hear him going, "What time's the <laughs> time we getting out of here?" It's an Amazon Prime extravaganza. Bears, by the way, are three point favorites. As a uh, Bajent will start again, no Justin Fields, but we'll see if uh, if our boy Bryce Young can get his first road win. Chicago's three points. I mean, this over under thirty eight and a half. Now it's not Iowa Rutgers low, yeah, like twenty eight and a half, but. For NFL purposes. And then again, Baltimore, Cleveland's 38 and a half too. So I guess I won't pop off too much. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.